Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. Your time is 8.03. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. I always enjoy listening to Jim Duquette on MLB Network Radio, and right now he's with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Jim, thanks for taking some time with us today. How are you doing? Good morning, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Uh, we're doing very well here in St. Louis. We're hoping that at some point we get baseball back, but boy, it sure seems like it's uh, a real battle between literal and figurative between ownership and players to get this thing going. It's a little rocky, isn't it? It's uh, it's been you know it's it um, yeah. I mean, I, I have to say I, I've seen I've seen these negotiations. I think if if we you know it's been a while since we've had this type of. Uh, Outward fighting between the players and the, and the owners, and for some time over the financial aspect of it. But we have seen this um, this, this playbook before, so you know I'm not surprised. Uh, at the end, they've kind of drawn these pretty firm lines, both sides. I still I'm still optimistic that they'll be able to come to to an agreement. Uh, they, you know, especially in light of you know what's going on around the country uh, with the virus. So, so I, I, you know, we'll still we'll we'll, we'll see. I think we're going to hear some more bad news out of the sport. We're starting to hear you know minor league players being released and more layoffs and furloughs, and and that's uh, you know un- uh, terrible news, obviously as well. Um, and and uh, hopefully, hopefully we get into next week at least on the major league side, we'll start to see some common ground. We haven't seen any common ground really yet. Jim, you mentioned what's going on in the minor leagues, and hundreds of minor league baseball players were cut. They expect to lose their jobs. It's it's really sad to see what's happening with the minor leagues. But taking kind of a broader approach, how do you think that's going to affect baseball as a whole moving forward? I got, I got to tell you, Michelle, I'm worried about uh, I'm worried about it uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, I, I think if you you know you look at our our sport, and we're trying to spread. Um, the sport, you know, into other countries, and we're trying to spread it into other communities, but yet we're limiting the the, the draft uh, from you know from 40 rounds and to five rounds, which which is you know taking away about 30 jobs, potential jobs that would be ordinarily you know, you'd be drafted, you know, the, the amateur draft is June 10th, so you'd be drafted there, you know, during that period of time and joining a team. We're cutting back uh, minor league teams, and so so communities. That would never see professional baseball, affiliated professional baseball, aren't going to see that. It sounds like maybe, maybe even forever. Um, you know, you're, you're seeing so much of this kind of cutbacks, um, you know, with the sport, and that, that's to, you know, and then you're seeing, you know, infighting at the major league level during a pandemic. I mean, there. I know these guys are very aware of how it looks, but this is a, a real bad look for the sport right now, and I, I think it's going to be bad for, uh, in the future too. 
Jim Duquette, former MLB general manager and of MLB Network Radio with us on 101 ESPN. And Jim, I, I thought about this. It seems like a really savvy and aggressive and competitive organization could use a situation like this to their advantage. Add an extra minor league team, have some extra players, hire some of these veteran scouts that have been let go and build up your system that way and build it really in a non-expensive way as opposed to going out and getting free agents. Is that if there were a team that were willing to do it, would that help them competitively at the major league level eventually? I think you're going to see some teams do that, Randy. Like I, I really do. I think you know, the, you know, part of this will be, you know, do you, you know, is there the availability of a of a minor league team, you know, for a major league organization to put their players right? So that that you know, kind of you know, there's going to be some limitations there. But I listen when when I was with you know, in the, in the front offices, you know, there one of the areas that there was a distinct advantage if you could uh, talk your owner into spending the extra money was to have a second team down in in the Dominican Summer League for players that if you signed them, you had a place for them to play. And, you know, there was a lot of unpredictability. You know, sometimes you, you sign, you know, let's say 30 guys for a similar amount of um, uh, money, but you weren't quite sure who was going to develop into a really good player Unless until you got them the opportunity, so it's the same thing that applies in the minor leagues. And and I would think that there would be a team or two that, you know, instead of having five teams, they'll have, they'll figure out a way to have a six team and afford it. And again, like you said, the cost isn't all that much. I, I'm a big. I came up as a minor league director. It's a you know, it's the research and development arm of any organization. I think it's the it's the lifeblood of any organization. So I'm very biased here. However. Um, it, there are there would be some advantages to teams. Listen, I think the Cardinals are one of them. They've always developed good young players uh, well. You know, there are others like that, but I, I do think there would be an advantage um, for you know for teams that are willing to pay a little bit of extra money. Jim, you mentioned how this this disagreement between the owners and the Players Association is a bad look publicly, and I think everybody agrees with that sentiment. And I know when you're in the middle of of negotiations and when you're in the eye of the storm it's easy to live in the moment it's harder to take a step back and look at the bigger picture of things but you know we live in st louis missouri so we know that this is a baseball hotbed but we also understand that not every market is the same way as st louis is not every market's going to have undying loyalty the fans aren't going to have undying loyalty to the sport and we've seen the national perception of baseball change as the years have gone on i wonder if owners and players if just everyone involved in this is thinking about the viability of baseball as a whole and how not only these messy negotiations are landing with fans but if they aren't in fact able to get a deal done what ramifications that could have for the sport moving forward yeah i think i think there are a lot of um moderate voices on both sides that understand you know the ramifications and the significance and i know i know from having conversations with both sides that those those uh, negotiations are going a little bit better. Like the the, the kind of level headedness, you know, what's at stake here overall? At, you know, those people are certainly aware of it. There are um, you know we'll call them hawks on on both sides that you know they kind of draw this line in the sand. They're the ones that are getting the most attention right now, media wise, and it makes it, it. I think it's a bad look. So so you know I I, I believe that the the moder the moderate. Uh, owners uh, or MLB, you know, uh, front office people and the moderate players and agents that are involved with this, they will rule the day at the end. And uh, you know, but but there are there are still some owners in the game that think that we're uh, better off, believe it or not, not playing this 
this year if they can't get more cuts out of the players. Um, that's an extreme uh, feeling, but there are, as you mentioned, there are some owners not outside of St. Louis that th- that you know look at it from a financial uh, side of things and go, "Geez, it, it doesn't make sense for us to open if we're not going to get those cuts." So there is that prevalent feeling uh, with with certain people, and you know it exists. I don't think though that in, at the end of the day they're going to end up um, overruling the the majority. Jim, you, you've been there on the inside and. You have a better idea than any of us about the margin that baseball is dealing with in terms of revenues and payroll. So that being said, is the margin that thin for owners? And I granted, is it is it 40% of the income that comes from ticket sales? Or is Scott Boris right, that these guys have built up so much equity that they should be able to pay your full salary, your full prorated salary, and it doesn't matter whether or not there are fans in the stands? Well, there, there are. I think, I think both sides are right. I, I really do. Um, I, and then usually, uh, um, I've spent a lot of time over the last month actually speaking out on behalf of the players because I think the players have been more right in this situation. Listen, part of this um, uh, with with on the owner side is uh, their their financial situation. What they what they chose to do when they when they when they made money over the last few years, right? They, a lot of times they didn't. Well, I know this. They didn't all. Not every team parked it into players' salaries. They pumped it back into the organization. Maybe it's improving the ballpark uh, or the surrounding areas of the ballpark, areas that they own. Uh, maybe they went and you know paid for you know infrastructure, <clears throat> buying a minor league team, buying a you know Dominican uh, Republic facility for the players down there. Whatever it was they did, they re- they accrued some sort of, uh, of debt, right? Like a, like a mortgage on a house. Well, they took out a mortgage on those on those costs. And so, what what the players are bothered about is you're asking them to to take a cut because some teams decided to. Uh, you know, pay money into the infrastructure um, and created this debt that was of their own doing, and now you're asking the players to to help in that, which is which is you know very unusual. And and so I think that's where kind of the lines have been drawn. That was part of Boris's uh, letter to his players. Um, at the end, I think though uh, the reality of this is they are most of these teams are that's a lot of money. Forty percent is a lot of money to be uh, missing out on when it comes to the, the, the attendance and everything related to the, the attendance of, of having fans in, in the stands. So I think the up players understand that, and they, they are, I believe, are willing to take a little bit more of a, of a pay cut in addition to what they're already, what they've already agreed to, but it's not going to be, you know, an additional forty percent, which is what the owners proposed recently. Jim Duquette, great stuff. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. And man, uh, uh, we're doing it here. We're trying to talk sports without sports. It's tough to talk baseball without baseball, isn't it? Every day, <laughs> it really, it really is. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, like you guys are, that we'll come back and, and the sport gets back on track here. Yeah. Hey, appreciate your time. We'll talk All soon. Guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. Take care. That's Jim Duquette, former Mets general manager, and you can hear him on MLB Network Radio, joining us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN.